Welcome to Voices of Substance, come join us, the table is open. Never too proud to rejoice him, the faith of a Canaanite woman. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome to Voices of Substance. Welcome to Voices of Substance. Um, we have our team here. We have one person missing today, but... Uh, to God be the glory, our sister had to work today, our other sister. But um, we have my sisters with us today, uh, Nikki. Um, <laughs> we have our other sister, uh, Shahida. Hello. And we have myself, Monica. Um, so thank you guys for listening and tune, tuning in. And y'all, let's get started. Uh, Shahida, can you pray us in? Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, O oh God, for this moment in time. God, we thank you, O oh God, for allowing us to be together and share your word, O oh God. Yes, Lord. God, we ask right now, God, that the words of our mouth, God, and the meditation of our heart, God, would be acceptable in your eyesight. O oh Lord, you are our yes, strength, Lord. our redeemer, O oh God. And God, we pray that everything, O oh God, that is said on this um, live, God, oh God, that it brings you glory, oh God. We want you to be glorified in everything that we do, oh God. God, so we just up, God, and we just want to say thank you and we love you and we appreciate you. And even now, God, we thank you and bow in your presence, God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 All right, so we got our, um, our sister, uh, Nikki. She's going to be leading today. Um, yeah. And you can introduce and tell us what you're going to be, who we're going to be talking about today, Nikki. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about Mary Magdalene, um, a woman with which I have found during my study of much controversy is very interesting. Um, but yeah, that's who we're going to be talking about today. Mary Magdalene. Yes. Somebody, somebody. So I'm just going to, huh? I was about to say, some people call her, I found uh, Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. Mary Magdala, mm-hmm. and then some people call her Mary, but we know that there's several Marys in the Bible, but yes. yeah, but there's a significance to her name, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, go ahead, Nikki. Amen. So, you know, I'm just going to start off by just talking about a little bit about what I found her to be, you know, who she was. Gotcha. Um, so... Whenever I was doing my study on Mary, like just like everybody else, whenever we start doing our study, you know, I look into who they were, who their parents were, who their siblings were, you know, all this stuff. And I found it real interesting that for her in the Bible, it mentions nothing. Absolutely. Nothing. You know, you got all this. That's what I was saying. Like as far as in controversy and stuff like that, you know, it's all this stuff out here. Oh, she was married to Caesar, you know, um, Mm-hmm. And she was married to King Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, that she was supposed to be Jesus' lover. And I found something about that. It was so And, and, and I think that's in the movie uh, Da Vinci Code or something like I that. The movie Da Vinci Code. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was just so much stuff and it was kind of mind-blowing. I was like, what in the world? And, but the, nowhere in the Bible does <laughs> it back any of this stuff up. And I was like, okay, no, we we going with sticking with the word. If it ain't in the word. There you go. But did you also hear, now there's there's also some talk around her being a prostitute as well. Yes, which there's, that. that's nowhere in the Bible. Because of mm-hmm. where she was from, that's how she got the name Magdalene. Because mm-hmm. of where she was from, 
um, is known for prostitution. It's yes. heavy where she where she was from. So they they assumed that she was a prostitute, but there's nowhere in the Bible which we know that there's other puzzle pieces um, that are not in the Bible that we can read. You know those pieces are missing, yes. so we understand that. But again, mm-hmm. like you said, Nikki. We're not adding to it. We don't see it. We don't read it. It won't reveal to us. Guess what? We're sticking with what we see and what we know, um, what is true. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But as you said, you know, she was from a town called Maglia, um, which they said was considered a fisherman's village, you Mm -hmm. know. And um, she was known, according to the way the the Bible you know, mentioned her, she was known as like a, kind of like a wealthy woman. Like she had some money. We don't know where she got her money from. Mm-hmm. Um, but from some of the stuff that we read in the Bible, we can tell that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a woman who was very faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, we seen that in her story. She was unwavering in her faith. She was a believer of God who truly loved, loved serving the Lord, our um, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just a little bit more about her. She, um, as we know, she accompanied Jesus along with other women as he traveled through the cities and villages, mm-hmm. ministering God's word and providing. She provided funds. They, I should say, provided funds mm-hmm. to them. And we can find this in Luke eight verse three. Mm-hmm. Um, she and other others provided for Jesus and his disciples as they traveled with their wages and for ministry, like they ministered through them too. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a spe- she was special along with the others because they had all experienced the power of deliverance mm-hmm. um, from uh, from spirits and infirmities through mm-hmm. God by Jesus. Mm-hmm. Find that in in Luke eight verse two. And if I can enter, if I can uh, just stop you right there when you talked about the infirmities and the. Um and the the spirits that you said, mm-hmm. which were the demon spirits, I always thought, or I've always heard, uh, preached about and talked about her being delivered from demons. Right? You know, the seven demons mm-hmm. that she was possessed with, but I never knew that there were illnesses as well and diseases mm-hmm. until I actually dived in and started reading that, and I was like, yeah. wow, you know, her, you know, and it mentioned of other women which didn't mm-hmm. give names of those women that was there as well that were, you know, struck with those demons and with demons and infirmities. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, I, I, I just, you, you just don't know until you dive in God's word and, you know, read it for yourself and, you know, you'll get more than what you ask for or more than what you're looking for when you actually start reading God's word for yourself. You know, exactly. it's, it's, it's powerful. Knowledge is power. But go ahead, Nikki. <laughs> um, just to add a little bit to that before um, I, I continue, I found it was very interesting. Like, I tried to find, like, what was she delivered from? Yeah. What were the seven demons and what were, or, you know, seven demons and, and infirmities? I can never find it anywhere. Of course, people put it out there and try to say different stuff. But in the Bible, it's never spoken of. And it never spoke of how she, I wondered when I, okay, so first of all, it's hard for me. I'm not possessed with no demons, but it's hard for me to keep my head on straight, you know, which I know is with the help of the Lord, with staying, you know, you know, staying at a cross, you know, meaning staying with God and, you know, reading his word and, 
you know, um, you know, meditating on his word, things of that nature. Yes. Mm -hmm. But seven demons like that's not a, when you're possessed, you're not you're you're not doing things out of your own free will. Somebody mm -hmm. or something else, other spirits are controlling you. So it was hard. I, 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 I believe it. It was my mind was wrapped around it. But I was like seven demons. Can you imagine what her mind, her mental state was? At that time? Yeah. And it was funny because when I was reading about that, it kind of took me back too because one of the scriptures, I can't, rem I can't remember exactly what the scripture is, but I'm sure y'all remember this too in the Bible mm -hmm. where it talks about how, you know, whenever we have one spirit, one demon, uh -huh. you know, and we say we don't get delivered from it or we get delivered from it and we don't feel that with something or you're talking about how seven more return. So we don't know. It could have been just one that she really was dealing with. But whenever, whatever happened, and whenever they came back, they came back with vengeance, and then she had seven. You never yeah. heard about that, Monica? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard about the yeah, seven demons. I read, about, yeah. I read about seven more coming back. I read mm -hmm. about that part. But I think it so was a long... Heard. Huh? I was just saying, so we really just don't know exactly how many she started with, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you just never know. I, and what what happened to cause these demons, like, and I know I often go back to the scripture, you know, all things work. Um, you know, even that worked for her, even though at the time it looked like it was maybe dark. For her, mm -hmm. you know, because you think about being possessed with seven demons and infirmities, it's looking like it ain't looking too good for you. It's looking like there's no hope and there's no light in that tunnel. Like all hope is gone. But at the end of the day, but God, you know, she the mm -hmm. Bible says that she was delivered. He delivered her from those demons yep. and she was made whole. Mm -hmm. So she didn't have any ailments. She didn't have any. She didn't have any more demons. So, exactly. well, I'm not, I'm not going to get in that, but you go ahead, Nikki. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, and for those of you listening, um, y'all can find that in Mark 16 and 9. Um, she and other women were at the cross whenever Jesus was crucified for our sins and seeing him um, give up the spirit. And they were at the tomb whenever Jesus was buried. After mm -hmm. Jesus' resurre resurrection, she was the first one that Jesus spoke to, according to Mark 16 and 9. John 20, verse 17 also speaks of it. She is known as the witness, not only because he was the first person, well, I'm sorry, she was the first person that Jesus spoke with, but also because she was the first one to see him after he died on the cross so that we may have a chance of everlasting life. So let, uh, I, I, if I can interject real quick, Nikki. Mm -hmm. So I recall reading that uh, about, you know, when they, when Mary Magdalene and Mary yes. uh, got their spices or whatnot, and they got together to go see Jesus at the mm -hmm. tomb, uh, it said to anoint him. Um, mm -hmm. And when they, okay, so that's not the part about the speaking part, but when they went Back, that was when they saw the two men. Is one 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 um, book read about? Uh, it, it spoke of which you know these are different um, 
one was, I think, John. The other was, I think, Luke. Where they spoke about, you know how they have two two stories, but one is more detailed than the other. One talked yes. about it being a younger male, um, younger man dressed in male clothing. And another one talked about it being angels, you know, mm-hmm. that, that was there in the tomb. But you said that there was a part where Mary Magdalene was the first one that he yes. spoke to, uh-huh. right? Oh, yes. That's the first one that he spoke to. That's in either, it's in Mark 16 and 9, also in John 20, verse 17. Okay, I got John. I got 20 and 17. Jesus said unto her, touch me not. Okay, so hold on. Let me go back up. Verse 16. Jesus saith unto her, Mary, she turned herself and saith unto him, Rabbi, or Rabboni, which is master. Jesus saith unto her, touch me not my side. Okay, you know, saying basically, don't touch me yet because I haven't ascended. So don't, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, that was Jesus. So yeah, I I thought it was. But I'm, I guess I was talking about the part when they went together to anoint him and that's when that that was the angels because he wasn't there yeah that was the angels in the yeah, that was, yeah absolutely not to be afraid and then but surely after that that's whenever jesus spoke to her after he you know they told her not to be to be afraid and stuff like that and she went outside and she was weeping and she was crying and stuff and then jesus came to her and spoke to her that's so that's the part because I thought it was kind of ironic when talking about that part, Nikki, when the angels said, don't, um, the angels told Mary Magdalene and Mary not to, he said, go and t- he said, go and tell that Jesus was going to, well, did he say, hold on, let me find it. I'm going to find it and I'll come back to it because I thought that was kind of ironic of how they got, it's, the Bible says that they got so afraid and they were trembling that they didn't say a word. Um, hold on. I'm so sorry, Nikki. It's all right. um, but you can go ahead and I'm going to find it because I, I made okay. a mark for it. So you can go ahead, Nikki, and I'm going to find it. So what did I say? All right. So um, from that, you know, it's about reading all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He said, some would say that God chose a woman Mm -hmm. um, to be the first to see Jesus after his resurrection due to the fact that sin originated from a woman, Mm -hmm. which was seen in the book of Genesis, you know, in the garden and everything. Mm -hmm. Feeling that God wanted to show that even though sin had entered the world due to Satan deceiving a woman at the garden of Eden, Mm -hmm. he is able to reveal his glory and power by sending his son to die on the cross for our sins, only to raise him again, showing his greater hand at work within a garden. Mm -hmm. So that all is like, you know, sin started in the garden. Jesus, you know, rising from the dead and all but this does not make clear why God chose Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Um, was it because she was said to be the most faithful and devoted of all who followed Jesus due to the Bible telling <coughs> us that she followed him from the time he delivered her of the seven demons, um, keeping watch during his most agonizing hour when he was on the cross and brought and bringing the spices like he was talking about Monica earlier. Mm-hmm. 
his tomb to prepare his body. Mm -hmm. There seems to be no clear answer to the question to me, and I pray that God will reveal the answer to me why he chose her. I don't know. Um, so, with all that being said, why do y'all think that God chose Mary Magdalene, a woman, to be the first to see Jesus after his resurrection and not one of his disciples or an apostle? Um, I'll say this. So, when I was, when the first thing that God told me regarding Mary Magdalene was her posture. Um... <laughs> It was her posture. So I, if I had to say why he chose her, I would say it was because of her posture. Um, from from the onset, she was all in. Like, mm -hmm. she was all in. Mm -hmm. She was, mm -hmm. I love the master. Mm -hmm. I love the rabbi. I love the messiah. Yes. I love the Lord. Like, she was all in. Mm -hmm. And so I think if, if you're going to choose anyone to see you <laughs> yes. first and be able to go and proclaim it to anybody else, yes. about to say something similar to that the first thing i was going to say is he saw her heart and he knew her heart um so that's the same thing as her posture but um you know god can see what man don't see um god knows what we don't know um god gave me something similar you know in regards to in regards to her life like i was saying at the beginning um, even that dark, that dark place with the, I think of the darkness of the seven demons, um, mm -hmm. you know, that dark part of her life. And I know we all have moments in our journey or on our journey where there, there might be moments where there's no, where there's not much light. There might be moments that, and I'm not saying that you don't have God with you. And I'm not saying that he's not there because God was still there with her. He was there. Because God is omnipresent and he knows everything. But at the same time, things happen in our lives, maybe caused by us or, you know, or maybe the plans of God. But it happens in life to, to maybe get our attention. It happens in life to maybe um, to change the trajectory of our plans, of our plans, what we desire. And I'm not saying that 
that's what happened in her case. But I'm saying in a sense, we all have a past. Mary Magdalene had a past. She was, she was struck with them demons and them illnesses. I was struck with, with illnesses and, and some may say I had demons too. And I probably did, you know, um, at one point in my life. But at the end of the day, but God, I found him. I saw his hand. I mm -hmm. saw his hand. I'm able to look back and see where God's hand was on me the entire time. And he chose, just like he chose, he chose, he chose her, just like he chose me. I felt that, I felt like, it's not saying that he can't chose, he can't choose a man or he couldn't find a man. I'm not saying that. But he had his own reason as to why he chose her. She was walking with the disciples. He commissioned her and told her what to do. In a sense, spread the good news, what we, which what we all supposed to be doing. But she, is, she was the example that we're reading about as to mm -hmm. what we're supposed to be doing. Spreading the good news of the gospel. Um, there was another um, scripture um, when I was reading in the Bible, uh, where it talked about the prophet, um, Isaiah, um, the prophet Isaiah was saying, forget the former things, you know, that scripture about forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. Um, huh? Press towards the mark. Yeah. It, well, and the part about when he said, well, I'm doing a new thing. Okay. Um, yes. um, and he makes ways in the, in the wilderness. Well, he made a way for her. God delivered her and made way for her. And she is, you know, not just ankle deep. She ain't just waist deep. She gone all the way in. You know, the yeah. song ankle deep, waist deep, all the way. No, she not just ankle deep. She not just waist deep. She all the way in. And that's how mm -hmm. God desires for us to be. At times in our life, like the beginning, um, before I got to where I am now, I'm going to say that. Um, there were moments in my life where I didn't have as much faith as I have now. There are moments in my life where I didn't have as, as much word as I have now. What drew me to that? My issues. What drew me to that? My problems. Mm -hmm. What drew me to that? My illnesses. You get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that it's going to be that way for everybody, but you're not going to have it easy. I don't care how much money you have. You're not going to have it easy. We all have issues. We all have thorns in our side. We all have struggles. But at the end of the day, who you going to turn to? Even when he heal you, who you going to turn to? She could have went back out and went back doing what she was doing. And I'm not saying that she was doing something bad. And you may not be doing, for the ones that's listening, you may not be doing nothing bad. But how's your relationship with him? How close are you to him? He, de he don't desire for you to just be good in life. He desires a relationship with us. And she had that. She was going to anoint a body that was dead. I mean, with her spices. And I was thinking to myself, like, God, why, why, why would she even do that? And and she, was going to, she was going to clean the area. So she was going to, they were, so initially, she was going to rewrap. Like, oh, unwrap? Mm -hmm. Clean the area around. 
Got you. Got you. Got you. And not just that, I was also thinking, you know, she went back to where she last saw him. So, you know how sometime where we, okay, so I'm going to just talk about me. You Mm -hmm. first get saved. And when you first get saved, you're like, oh, it feels so good. You going all in. You feel like you can save the world. You know, things of that nature. And I'm not saying that that happened for her. I mean, a great thing happened for her. But what I part of what I got was sometimes we have to go back to where we had that moment in our lives. And I'm not saying it has to be an actual location. But I mean, like mentally, we have to go back to that place where you you felt that closeness. You knew that God was near. And sometimes it may be you may be on a journey where sometimes it feels like God is not near, but that doesn't mean he's not there. We have to have enough faith to know without a shadow of a doubt that he's always there. We have to believe his word. But at the same time, I was like, wow, they went back to a place where he was no longer there. Well, they didn't know he wasn't there, but Shahida, you explained it about her rapping, you know, going back to clean him. Was that right after the, um, after he was pulled from the cross? They did go back. Um, I think so. I think so. Because she was there. They were there every day. Yes. And, And and that's why I was thinking to myself, like, why go back? But and I and I'm assuming it's like what Shahida said. He he was the Messiah, and why not go back? And I, I honestly believe, you know, the Messiah that we serve and and who he was, and watching him do miracles, watching him seeing the signs, seeing the wonders, like right before your eyes, and she's walking with him and seeing all these things, and even herself being delivered. Like, why not go back? Like, why not, you know, believe that the same signs and wonders, the same people that he touched, I would have been believing for him to come back, even though he said with his mouth that I will be coming back, but it wasn't going to be like how they thought it was. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was just mind blowing to me. Uh, quite a few things, even though it's not a lot about her story. But it was just a lot of mind, um, you know, mind blowing moments for me. I'm just grateful that, you know, she was able to see the hand of God and, you know, people listening, you know, our, our stories that we have, our testimonies that we have, the things that God have done in our life, whether it be, you see it as big or you see it as small. To me, I see all the things that God has done for me. I didn't used to see it this way, but I see everything as being big. Everything for him to do the mighty works that he does in our lives. I see everything that he does um, to be big. I I magnify it and because he is magnified. Um, But yeah, go ahead, Nikki. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. But yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, he's seen a seen a lot in her, and and the things that she did, you know, spoke volumes um, for him to choose her. Um, 
So for me, it was, I guess it was kind of, I got, I got a lot of stuff out of her story in the sense of um, just her, her faithfulness, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, her unwillingness to, to let whatever she seen and whatever she heard, obviously, along the way as they, you know, walk through and minister and stuff like that through the cities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No matter what happened, she never wavered, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was that was just awesome because you know a lot of them I'm sure did. I mean, you know, as far as and even with trusting him and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, the Bible speaks about some of his um his disciples, disciples uh-huh. like that. But she she trusted him full heartedly. I think he healed her. She just like you said, she went all in. Mm-hmm. But um, because some of them I, Mickey didn't even trust. They didn't even trust what they were saying. They they didn't believe. Because it was one particular disciple, I forgot his name, which I didn't even really recognize him when I read about him. I think it started with a D. Because um, you always hear the, the, the normal disciples, but I didn't, I, I don't recall, I forgot his name, but I read about him. But he was the one that wasn't there at the time. And when he came back and that some of the disciples was telling him, and he was like, no, nah, I don't believe that. Yeah. I, I don't believe that, and 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 let's, I, I got to see that for myself. I don't believe that. And for and for and I get, I get it in a sense, but going back to you, Nikki, saying that, you know, about her being chosen, there was a scripture um, that I read and I wrote it down about you know, and that's what I got. You know, God can use anybody. Not just a woman, not just a man, a boy, a child. He can use anybody. So 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. And it says, God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and despised things and the things that are not to, to uh, nullify the things that are. It basically means we, like I said earlier, we cannot continue to look look down our nose or or look up our look down our nose at somebody that seems like they're they're not they don't I'm not gonna say this but have what we have I'm trying to trying to get the words but um, you know somebody may be ill somebody may seem like they don't have much somebody may be homeless somebody may and I'm not saying that we're doing that but. There were times in our life when I, in my life, when I was in school, you know, somebody that was smelly, you know, I'm, you know, tooting up my nose because they were smelly. And I'm not saying just that, but I'm pretty sure people probably looked upon her as, it's, it's just like, she's not giving speeches. She's not on TV. She's not. And that's for the people that's, you know, for us to. We may not be on TV. We may not be on speeches. We know, but God desires to use you. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that's not out front, God desires to use you. And how he desires to use you is how he desires to use you. And mm-hmm. just because he may, and I'm not saying that God's not using the ones that's on TV. I'm not saying God's not using the one that has the, the big platform. That's not what I'm saying. God uses us in the way that he desires to use us, not in the way we desire to be used. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the ones that may seem like they don't have it all together, be be careful, be mindful, because at the end of the day, that's God vessel too. 
and God can use them, you know, he can use them as well. So, yeah, I just want to share that. I kind of like, just the, it, it, to me, it just takes it back to what we kind of been, you know, this whole time, we, uh, you know, we've been studying women and stuff like that. But I think about even the day, the times we live in now, and even, you know, some of the stuff that we've read about in the Bible, mm-hmm. while they talk about, you know, a woman ain't supposed to do this and a woman ain't supposed to do that and all this stuff. But at the same time, <laughs> God keeps using women to do spectacular things. Not saying that he didn't use men, because, of course, we know he did. But there's a lot of things that we have been reading about that God chose a woman to do, through, you know. Yep. So, yeah. know. And that is just in itself is just to me is just people need to recognize like you said it don't matter what it don't matter who you are it don't matter what your status is it don't matter what race you are what gender you are no matter what it is if God chooses He wants to use you mm-hmm. He can use you. And would you guys consider her a disciple? Personally, yeah. I kind of do. Some people <laughs> say no, but I do. I say she yes. Was the, oh, she was there the whole way. She was mm-hmm. even in the room. When, when the Holy Spirit fell. Yes. And I think it says she was the only woman that was um, there, right? Mm-mm. No, there were other women. There okay. were other women. I might be thinking about but but, but she was the one that God, the woman that God spoke to while they were traveling. You know, okay. um, I read that. Um, but I, I, would, I would say she was a, a disciple. Because, it like, she just wasn't part of the 12. Yeah. So, the 12 were the ones that, like, so, if we had to go church wise, the 12 were ministerial. The 12 were um, ranking in order. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had, there was order to, to everything God does, He does it and it has order to it. Mm-hmm. So, the 12 disciples represents the church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's who they were. Anybody along the way doesn't mean they can't be a disciple. It just means that there's 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 levels to it, and so mm-hmm. the twelve represents the level, the levels that you know what I'm saying we go through in Christ, as far as when you're called to ministry. Let me say that. Gotcha. So yeah, she was. I, I would say she was a disciple. I would say she was a follower of Christ. Because that's mm-hmm. what a disciple is. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I was... Well, shucks. I was trying to look it up. Yeah, uh, define. Disciple is, disciple is just a follower of Christ. Yes. And, and, um, and, we and, all can be disciples. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. And I and I say we're disciples because we, disciples, we disciple others and lead them to Christ with our lives. You know, with them, you know, not just beating the Bible over their head, but... By us being the example, you know, you know, living out God's word. So, you know, there, there's more than I know the Bible spoke of, you know, the disciples, the 12 disciples in the Bible. But there are other disciples. Um, and, and I would consider her a disciple as well. And I thought about that when I was reading it. And I was like, man, she was a disciple. But she wasn't actually named a disciple. I thought that was good. And, and, and back in those days and even now, which times have we've come a long ways as far as, you know, um, you know, gender roles and things of that nature. But back in those days, you know, with her traveling and walking with. 
women, women basically stayed home. Like, you only heard of the men. Huh? It wasn't just her that traveled. Yes, it was other women as well. And, and I thought that was, I thought that was, uh, that was dope. <laughs> I, that was, I was like, yeah. Was like, they was providing the, the means for them as far as, in, you know, like cooking for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they was, you know, like I said earlier, they were providing funds for them, like money and stuff like that. They were, all they was concerned with was just, you know, like the men mm-hmm. following Jesus, ministering the word and stuff like that, while the, the women were taking care of other stuff. Now, some, I can't remember exactly where, and I can't say it quote me on this because I can't remember exactly what was that but some people say that um, Mary actually ministered at times too but I don't know for sure she probably did because Um, here's the deal when it comes to ministering Nikki you don't have to have a microphone you don't have to be in front of a church I mean that's just that's just antics that's just religion you know Mm -hmm. you don't have to be you can minister to two people I mean, yeah. she she probably did, knowing who she was and the type of woman she was. We and don't have to. Jesus, and if Jesus told her to go and, you know, spread my word. Exactly. And that's what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, spread the good news. Tell yeah. Tell somebody about Jesus. Tell somebody what he did for you and what he done for you in your life. How he delivered mm-hmm. you, how he set you free. That, that's what we're supposed to do. Right. That's how we compel others to come to him, to come to the Lord, not to us, but to God. Yes. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Voices of Substance. Stay tuned for the next episode.